Okay, but yeah, otherwise, is everyone ready to go? Of course, we've been waiting for you. <sighs> okay, cool. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Casual Pandemonium. Uh, we are here once again, and we are here to talk some nonsense and trash with my lovely friends up here. Uh, yeah, apparently we didn't decide to prepare anything for this one. Apparently I'm the weird one because I've been preparing up till now and they haven't at all. So I'm very <laughs> confused by all of this and it's all new information to me. But it's fine. Kind of, we will kind of improv this improv entire podcast episode. Is, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> That's what improv is. I You're not supposed improv to prepare. I like general guidelines topics. I'm just saying I like them. Uh, I like to like have a little flow to it. You know what I mean? Like tell, Think of it as telling a story. Speaking of telling a story, one of the things that I've been actually doing recently is I want to... Uh, get more outdoors and I want to do like hikes and stuff like that so I've been thinking of buying myself a little GoPro and stuff and also I want to do more traveling in the future that would be a nice thing to do and uh, when you when you start looking into any kind of new hobby I don't know about anyone else but I like to go down the rabbit hole so I've been watching yeah. like every GoPro filming like uh, vloggers like guidelines and stuff like that and what tips and tricks they have and uh, one of the things that one guy said was uh, it was this German guy who's saying you have to make sure that you go out seeking to tell a story with what you're filming. And I was like, oh, I was just thinking oh, no. of like jumping into the water and having a good time. I didn't want to tell a story. So are you going to get into rock climbing at all, Michael? I've actually really considered it, to be honest. Because uh, at least for me, I, I've, I've obviously gotten back into exercising again recently. And uh, I, I enjoy like listening to music and stuff while exercising, but I do find it really monotonous. So I get bored, yeah. quite honestly. So rock climbing, for instance, I reckon you have to be incredibly fit. Um, I think it'd be quite fun, but I, I feel, I'm not so sure how I feel about the, the climbing cliff faces without gear and stuff. Uh, have you ever seen like those videos of the guys who like have to jam their feet into cracks and stuff and make sure that they can hold their weight on their foot and things like that to take a break on their arms? And I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm keen on nah, that. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do any of that without safety gear applied, mm. you know, because like what happens is like you're climbing on the side of the cliff and now all of a sudden you're a cliffhanger. Which is the topic of this podcast. <laughs> it's not the topic. I refuse to acknowledge this as being the topic. Oh, <laughs> the, the Michael. Problem, the problem I led you this... into that okay, from a fine, mile fine. away, bitch. Let's, let's, let's link back into this topic then, okay? How the yeah, hell are I you going to talk about, about cliffhangers without anything about cliffhangers to talk about? <laughs> that is such an arbitrary little thing to talk about as a topic. No, 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 oh, no. Attack on Titan? <laughs> Oh, I mean, Attack on Titan is just like, we don't want to finish the season. We will keep dragging it on. That's not even a cliffhanger at this point. This is just delaying our lives. Um, <laughs> I would, I, although I will give them the credit of at least they are making new episodes. Uh, I mean, yeah, the, the original season definitely took its time to make the second one. Uh, that isn't even considered a cliffhanger. That's just considered that the series finished and just gave up. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> no, there's cliffhangers everywhere, but... Yeah, sometimes they're a bit overused, especially with these uh, superhero movies. So it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to end on a cliffhanger with some like ominous text, like in the future, when they come back, we'll mm -hmm. be ready for them and we'll be able to fight. And then, you know, that movie gets like a 30 rating and doesn't get a sequel at all. Yeah. Looking at you, Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> it's Morbin time. That's all I know. It's Morbin time. <laughs> Yeah, I actually haven't watched that movie, and I don't think I will, to be honest. Uh, I haven't. No, I'm not going to. There's too many memes about it to be good. 
No, the, the, the most interesting one that I've seen is the ones joking about how much budget it has and saying, it's the most insane budget. They've only made the most incredible movie of all time. And, oh, 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 oh. and then you also see next to it the meme of it's Morbin time. <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen a few reviews on the on the movie itself where it's like, oh, yeah, you know what you should do to make an awesome training arc? You get your main character to stand on a cliff and do this. That's cough, the entire cough. training arc. Yeah, that's so everything. For, so for audio that's, listeners, that's, that's all of it. I can tell you that Tertius, he <laughs> made, went like back a meter, and then he started moving his arms back and forth like a flailing child. Uh, I can't honestly tell you... Oh, wait, no, hold on. Tuli's also doing it now. I think what they're doing is Fortnite dancing. I'm not too sure. Maybe I'm out of the loop here. I think they're just there having a great time. I couldn't tell you exactly what's going on, but I think that's what's happening. <laughs> we're always having a great time, Michael, because we're a bunch of idiots. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you, though, the difference between Tuli's and uh, Tashis's versions was Tuli did hers front-facing. He went backwards and moved to the side. We got a side view for his one. It's very extreme. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got extreme things on this podcast. Next, he's gonna like do the, he's gonna do the PewDiePie drop with his chair and flatten out. I'm, I'm seeing it. Here. Oh, 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 oh! Kind of, kind of. Hold up, hold up. Uh, didn't have it again. No. Oh, I'll take it. I don't have enough leg room for that. You just lift your, you just use your like legs to prop up against the desk, and then you go flatten out. You know, <laughs> just anchor yourself by your feet. <laughs> I can do that. Hold on. Uh, uh, no, no, no. That's not happening. No. I can't go that far back. I'm not that flexible. Yeah, I, I have my cables <laughs> attached to the bottom of my desk, so I think if I was to do that, we would end with this podcast being me cut out. Just like... Yeah, just like you rip out all your cords of your mm. PC. Or it's you'll like, have to watch Michael fumbling because he pulled out his monitor cable so he can see nothing, but you guys can see everything he's doing. <laughs> It'll just be my yeah, like... sticky out at the bottom of the camera trying to find the cable under the table. <laughs> Yeah, like in episode six when your camera completely cut out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we were all there and we were still watching you and you were faffing about trying to figure out what was going on. Yeah, that was fun. No, no, yeah. no, that, that was because that was uh, I had a rude madam in my life who refused to not hit the blinds. Um, she had no self-control. Yeah. It was going to be terrible. I cried twice. The fact <laughs> that you call Daisy a madam all the time. <laughs> that's fine. She actually, you know, appreciates my affection, so that's fine. Well, you could call you madam instead, Tuli. I mean, that works. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. <laughs> Michael's been through this before. So speaking of cliffhangers, what are you guys' opinions on them? Um, I am of the strong opinion that they're extremely overused. Mm. They're a great tool, but they're very overused, just like anything else, like explosions in a Michael Bay movie. Oh. Like it adds dramatic effect, but at some point it just becomes overused, and you're just like, "Okay, I'm going to hit a car now." Bing, so, yeah. so for me at least, um, I'd say in general I don't like them because there's something so incredible about going into an experience, loving every second of it, and just feeling like you have the closure. You can also still make another movie from there, uh, or another series, or another book, or anything. You can even go further down in timelines and stuff, which is amazing. Um, so I generally think that closing off a story always works. I also don't mind leaving things open-ended, but not necessarily leaving it as a, uh, a cliffhanger. You know, you can more so assume what's going to happen from there. But uh, cliffhangers, it more so feels like we are trying to gauge the hype on our movie 
to see if we can afford to make another one. <laughs> or even worse, so they basically self-insert one, even though there was no actual original material to have a cliffhanger. And they're just like, we'll just throw one in there. Maybe they'll want another one and we can make some more monies, you know? But uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. In general, I think there's a couple of instances where it's done beautifully, but it's just, uh, I don't know, I'm kind of over them at this point. Julie, why are you rubbing your hands together? What do you have to say about this? No, no, I am guilty of being one of those people that enjoy a really good cliffhanger. <laughs> Not just when it comes to reading them. Um, so just a spoiler alert or a glimpse into Tuli's life and everything that I've done before in the past is I write. I write creative writing, I do stories, short stories, and I wrote a series of once upon a time, I've deleted them now because I don't like the plot line anymore, of <laughs> stories that individually read as standalone short stories. But then when you read them together, it's a whole sub-universe in this bigger universe of stories that I wrote at one point, which is great. Until you realize that some of the stories had cliffhangers because they related to schoolwork that I wasn't allowed to publish because it's schoolwork. Um, <laughs> and it's just that I... So from the perspective of someone that writes a lot and like creates things, I love using cliffhangers. And I think I made my readers at the time and even my teachers suffer through with some really, really bad, really, really cringy cliffhangers because I was trying to perfect the art of making a good cliffhanger. <laughs> and so hearing you guys complain about the hatred you have or like the disdain for cliffhangers, I sit here and I'm like, yes, yes. Nah, I would take post-game, post-movie, post-story, post-anime depression every every single day of the week over a cliffhanger. I just finish off that fucking story. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting because like, so for instance, uh, speaking of a good old anime, um, I like to think of, for instance, Hunter x Hunter, which is one of my favorite shows oh, in the yeah. whole time. Um, for the anime, they specifically basically made their own end. Uh, a lot of people mm -hmm. would say they don't like it. I personally love the idea of it just being an ending. And I just like the fact that I got a conclusion to my story. They left it open-ended where they're going from there. And then there was it. Also, I hope you don't hear Daisy moaning in the background. She's now no. asking for attention. Um, but yeah, so um, I like the fact that it had a closing of ending. But now then you go look at the manga. Now the manga, um, yeah, Mr. Authorson, he uh, he likes to have back issues apparently, and his old age, and also he doesn't owe anyone anything. But uh, the problem is, no, that's that's usually the excuse is that he can't. Um, as far as I understand, it's that he can't sit for long periods of time to write and draw other stuff. Um, for instance, I know the author of Dragon Ball, he has now a new guy who does all the stuff for him. He just like outlines the story and everything, but the new guy does all the drawing and everything for him. Um, and I think he did like a competition to like decide who was going to be the person that would uh, take on his legacy and things like that, which was lovely. I thought it was a cool idea. Um, but the Hunter Hunter guy, he's like, nah, no one can do it like I do, so I'm gonna keep going. But then he hasn't released a chapter in over two years. <laughs> so, Didn't he recently start yeah. writing again anyway? Oh, well, I've been seeing memes of uh, people hinting at the fact that he's about to, you know, start up again or something like that. Um, but like also, it's not one of his favorite series as far as I understand. Uh, Yu Yu Hakusho was his yeah. baby and that'll always be his favorite. So I think that's why Hunter Hunter is kind of like left in the dust there. But uh, so you, for, well, the whole point of all this, uh, Hunter Hunter, basically, if you were reading the manga, you never got that little conclusion that I got as the anime viewer. <laughs> you got stuck with, oh, the chapters just stopped. <laughs> we just kind of stuck. And we're like waiting for the next one to release. You're just watching the years tick over. <laughs> Take that manga readers, boom. <laughs> <laughs> 
You've been hating on us for so long, but we finally have an advantage. Yeah! <laughs> we have <Yeah>. animation. <laughs> what are you laughing at, Julia? You... I think that music is usually the biggest one. I think music is the best part about oh, the anime yeah, the manga. Sure. I love good Especially music. Especially a good sour no drop. Yes, Julia, what do you want to say? I was saying that we have uh, anime watchers that have now a itty bitty one up to <laughs> to the manga watch the readers, but you know unintentional cliffhangers. That's true. That's true. No, oh, but no, actually, unintentional. Sorry, I, I disagree on the time one. Hold on, I'm I'm sticking a moment here now. Uh, with with manga, uh, I actually prefer the time to read something as opposed to uh, to watch it. I don't know. I think it's lovely to be able to just like you know in between things like then I work in the software and when you're waiting for a really garbage monolith program to boot up you can just flick over a manga quickly just like flick through a bit and see what's going on <laughs> or page or two. it's like such a niche thing it's like oh, it's okay amazing. yeah i have five okay. minutes now i like the fact that okay. i can just quickly for two minutes flick through some pages enjoy some media and then go back to work that that would drive <laughs> I can't me do that. yeah that would drive me insane it's just like okay i'm going to read for five minutes and then it's like oh i'm done okay back to work that would yeah that just doesn't work work for me i uh, would I like uh it. i would either go full on focus into the book or i would just like not be able to focus on my work anymore okay well fine basically. a more realistic one i like to read before bed and i could just quickly flick through a couple pages here and there no, that's and depending on how tired i might just pass the hell out <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's normal reading books like makes you tired or you know whatever. yeah reading books does make you tired at the at the what I have um, <laughs> clinical insomnia, right? And um, one of the things when I was in primary school, when one of my doctors were like, oh, yeah, you're not just a kid that refuses to go to sleep anymore. Try reading. <laughs> Tried it. <laughs> put me to sleep, I think, for two weeks. And then afterwards, I started finding really good series. And then that became what kept me up at night, is mm. that I kept reading. And I was like, but I need to know what happens next. Cliffhangers, you see? They did that oh, to me. no. That's one of the short stories in cliffhangers. Oh my gosh! Because then you're like, gotta go to the next chapter, gotta go to the next one, go to the next episode, next book. Oh, yo. No, um, I like a good conclusion. It's nice. <laughs> no, you know what? One thing is about cliffhangers that I hate is that they're like really bad at the time. It's like, oh no, I want to find out what happens, and then you forget about the show for two years. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then it's like, oh yeah, there was a cliffhanger. What did that accomplish? I don't know. Yeah, no. you know, series is quite rough when you have to go and watch our YouTube summary of what happened in the first season before you go and watch the second <laughs> season. <laughs> You're like, I don't have the time to go and actually go and rewatch, and I don't want to go watch the last episode only. I need like a context. <laughs> yeah, but then they also can't make a, a recap episode because then it's like, why are you making recap episodes? I just watched this last week. It's always that one guy in the comments. You know, you know who you are. You fucking bastard. <laughs> oh. I like, so I miss the days when Netflix used to do the whole skip recap. So when you're binge watching mm. the thing, um, you, you don't have to rewatch it. Otherwise, I am that guy in the comment. I am the guy. I'm like, I just watched this yesterday. Why are you giving me a recap episode like now? Um. Speaking of recaps, <laughs> I, I got my, my worst recap I ever saw. So yes, okay. Oh, I don't know why I'm on the anime train right now. But uh, yes, back in the day, I did actually partake in a bit of Sword Art Online. And uh, I remember uh it was i think it was something between second I and third season it, okay. or something. i like the first season a lot i really like the first season a lot um but i can't say i watched much after 
Dungale. Uh, I can't even oh, remember. Yeah. <laughs> it was the one where... Um, what's that guy? I think Arsenal was on a boat or something and he'd lost his memories or something. I don't know. It was, I can't remember what the name of the series was. Wasn't, wasn't that a movie or something? I don't know. Yeah. There's, there's some... He's like in some computer with a blonde kid or something i can't remember i didn't finish that one it was a tree, yeah, the fairy. He was a tree. <laughs> so the fairy is his child from the previous season that comes to the new season and Osna gets kidnapped in that one but yeah oh, okay. i don't know any of those i don't know what you're about <laughs> Wait, yeah, the, fairy... the good old sword art online the days no, when no, no, we no, didn't no, have taste that's Alfheim Online. That's the the one with the tentacle stuff at the, at the end of the season i know which one you're talking about i watched that one hold on <laughs> I watch what? a lot of anime. I just have really good memory when it comes to things that I've seen and listened to. Okay. What? Legitimately, that's when the isekai genre just became like really popular. And then after that, we actually, you know, devolved and it just became worse. Now it's down as trash isekai anime every single season, like at least five of them. We all know what they are. We, there's still people that watch them, even though they're the same thing. Look, I am going to be original Skeleton Knight this time. It's totally not like these other five Skeleton Knight animes. Yeah, I so promise. So. This time, this time, he's the good guy. <laughs> That's basically what it's become. The, the good guy and the bad guy one. I've read both those ones in manga like three yeah. days ago. <laughs> <laughs> I read those ones long before the anime got made. Um, yeah. But it's just quickly finish the sword art thing with it. Tudi, you were talking about um, Alfheim Online, which I'm pretty sure, mm. wasn't that part two of season one? I'm pretty sure. And then Gungale came after that, which was season two. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. So mm. the the one that I'm talking about that I didn't finish was uh, Elicitization, which is the one I just looked up. It was, I knew it was with an A, I just couldn't remember what. <clears throat> and that one, he's like stuck in some game or something, and he's forgotten all his memories of the outside world. And he like lives inside of it or some nonsense like that um but yeah so that's the, the one that i didn't end up bothering to finish uh apparently some people love it but uh i don't know at least with the iskai genre i think it's far better uh, i enjoyed oh, I the idea of it uh when it was when i first came out it was one of the first anime i watched so i liked the whole idea of you dying in a game and dying in real life kind of thing i thought it was cool i hadn't really experienced much of that but then uh for instance on the manga front i got into tons of like death game stuff and that mm. just like finished me then once you've read actual death game novels you kind of move past sword art and you're like ah that's a low budget stuff <laughs> um that's yeah. the problem at least for yeah, me. Uh, but like i think uh sword art online was like so revolutionary at the time because it was basically the only isekai anime that wasn't you know log horizon style mm -hmm. where it was just 24 episodes of economics don't yeah, blame remember Horizon. that? Blame Log Horizon. No, I too. love I love Log Horizon, <laughs> but I understand why it's not entertaining. Because like half the time it's just like set up, set up, set up, set up, set up. Five episodes later, and then finally, haha! So that's what this was all about. <laughs> People don't have that attention span anymore. That's this. So, this is not a thank thing. Thank you, COVID. The thing was, yeah. uh, at least Log Horizon, from what I recollect, um, it was more so that it was, uh, we want to efficiently live in the society of this game, yeah. more so than uh, there's actually some kind of loss or anything like that, at least from what I remember. Um, which I think is why it was a different dynamic. It was more of a, a comedy and like slice of life kind mm -hmm. of fantasy, as opposed yeah. to a, you know, drama fantasy as sort of was trying to portray some of itself. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. I... I, I 
so there's people that love isekai people that love, hate isekai i definitely went through an absolute craze of it for a while so i've probably read every single one okay. to ever exist um I, I more so recently as Tulina, I've more so over the last couple of years gone into the web novels and webtoon side. So yeah. they're more so the reincarnation as opposed to the, um, you know, isekai. So I, I love those ones now. Those are definitely my bread and butter. Hey, Tulu. Oh, yeah, I'm very much aware of this. <laughs> well, as I was gonna say, the only one that you've recommended that I never ended up finishing, finishing was, uh, what was it with an A? It was uh, Red Hair Lady. I uh, want you to try and get it. Uh, I, okay. Five me. I like, oh, no. no, remnants of Adonis. Remnants Adonis. of Adonis. I said that one. I remnants said of a what? what? <laughs> remnants of Adonis. That's his full name. Otherwise, we just call it Adonis. Basically, she reincarnates into her life, but has memories of her previous life. It's the same life, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Right, and she goes back in time. Basically, that's what we can say. But she, she definitely died, and uh, she's now set up because she now needs to go and fulfill the promise that she made to the person that killed her. Um, she made it to herself, so he didn't even hear this promise, mind you. And comes back, and like now we're living through this new life of hers, which is the the remake of this life, and all of the decisions that she's making, which are different to her past decisions, but also she's training in the same way that she would have later on in her life earlier. It's a really good thing. The only reason Michael wasn't able to finish it was because of the site he read it on, yeah. is all I'm going to say. Mm. Yeah, the, the problem was that... Uh... Ask him, yeah. ask him Michael why. doing piracy? I wasn't doing piracy, no. no. Piracy, uh, no, never. No, no. Uh, the, the biggest issue is that, uh, yeah, at least with a lot of uh, things, is you want to keep everything on the same platform, you end up having to take uh, you know certain things into account. Um, yeah, because I basically, I like to read everything on the same place, and that was where the issue came in. Uh, because, yeah, if you have to flip and keep a notepad of, uh, like, every single link to every official site in the universe, you want to die. There are lots of stuff that are really unofficial, which is amazing, and I love supporting creators. But, yeah, sometimes, hey, okay, you get lost in all these different subscriptions. You can only, uh, you know, afford so much. <clears throat> and uh, go to so many things. But, yeah. We'll see. You know what irritates me, though, with cliffhangers and webtoons? Now that I think about it, as much as I enjoy a good cliffhanger, and I understand the, the fishing <laughs> of doing it, I started reading the series on Webtoon. It's a really good series. Uh, don't ask me for the name of Yeah, Legendary Fossil. That's what it's called. Mm. Legendary Fossil? Yeah. So Legendary Fossil. And on Webtoon, you can read a lot of your Webtoons for free until a certain point. And then um, you have to wait in weekly episodes to get them for free. Otherwise, you can pay coin for them, yeah. which is a great system yeah. to have. A wait for free system. I like that system. Until... That episode that they release on the Sunday is a cliffhanger episode. And then you're like, yeah. but, 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 And that's how they suck you in. And then that's you're like, oh, yeah, but in. I'm already an episode in. And then it's another cliffhanger. And now you're two episodes <laughs> in. And then it's another cliffhanger. And now you're all caught up. And now you have to release a coin every week just to get it weekly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, fortunately, they just released the season finale for that in our region. So I caught up to it all with one episode being the last episode this yesterday's episode i haven't read that yet because i don't have time to read it but i want to read it because they left me on a cliffhanger and mm -hmm, i mm -hmm. came this close to punching my phone screen and my phone screen isn't even that big because they did that to me mm -hmm. i'm happy Can i, I don't get this passionate about it the one web is one of the few that like when the chapters are releasing i have to actually pay because they're such an incredible series 
Like, goodness mm. gracious, some of the artists and some of the story writers on Webtoon are unreasonably good. It's mm -hmm. actually offensive that something could be that good. Oh, oh yeah. my word. Have you know, either of you guys remember... read Lore Olympus? Sorry, Michael. Mm. Yes. <laughs> okay, I won't like it. Are you up to Lore date Olympus. with the current season? No. Go and get yourself up to date with the current season. I started reading it um, the first time I came to Michael. My friend started reading it and then she recommended it to me. And so then I read it. I binge read that entire thing without spending a single coin, mind you. But then the problem is I caught up because it was season three finished. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why did no one warn me that there, there's a season three and season four is going to take like five months to come out? There's why? a season three. I haven't even read past season two. Going, I going, think I, yeah, no, I I kept up to date to it weekly at some point, and then it was just like, yeah, I'm not doing this. I can't keep like just reading things on a weekly basis because I forget they exist after a while. I'm I'm not a weekly kind of guy. I binge and then it's done. Mm. Yeah, so that's one of the most heartbreaking things in my life is when they um are releasing a series that I'm like fangirling over, and then I get this chapter. And it's just like, hi, the author's health is in decline. We need to take <laughs> no. a few months break. And I'm like, no, please be okay. Come back and finish. <laughs> oh, are you taking a jab at the beginning of the end there, Michael? Uh, no, I'm taking a jab at like 50 different authors. Yeah. I read a lot of different webtoons and they, like apparently they every sing every single like manga writer out there has to be in bad health for them to write amazing material. It just <laughs> it just true. seems like a rule at this point. You know what's yeah. the worst thing is is that we all send out prayers hoping that they're well so that we don't get left with another situation like um what was it called? The vampire anime. You know which one I'm talking oh, about. Seraph of the end. <laughs> no, not Seraph of the Seraph end. Of the end? Oh the yeah, um, I forgot about that. No I like Surf of the End, but uh, Castlevania, I think that's what it's called. Oh, oh I never got into it. With, with, with Dracula. And then there's the other one. Um, Castlevania ended like that, where the, the manga artist, you know, died before finishing it. Oh, you think you're before Berserk? Finishing. Yeah. Yeah. I did I'm, say Berserk. What the fuck you mean? said Berserk. I wasn't listening what Tosh said then, obviously. How dare you, my... <laughs> <laughs> Well, the fact that I'm busy like looking through all these uh, I'm trying to find the name of a series right now because I have another story related to another series and uh, that's why I'm busy uh, currently distracted apologies okay, carry on. no I you. can't remember the other other series that that happened to but it was also an anime that oh, Halsing Halsing that one uh, and then they yes. had to go eventually remake Halsing for a better more consistent ending to it which was great and like you could tell, you could tell in Halsing when watching the anime, that point when, when the author died. I'm like, so sad. That was me just complaining about people dying when creating really good manga. <laughs> How dare you die? <laughs> You're not allowed to die until you finish your stories. <laughs> so, 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 so my little story, I, I don't actually know what the, I don't know if it's the official name, but there's a series uh, I found now. At least Chrome, but it's uh, it's got the most amazing like weird wispy art. It looks like it's like old ink paintings and stuff. But some of his monsters and stuff, it's called Demons and Strangers or something along those lines. And um, I remember that author when it got to the end of his first season. I that was up to where I've read so far because I know there are more chapters since then. But uh, that's where I stopped reading. I remember at the end of season one, I was like, oh, I was like really enjoying this. It was a lovely. It's like a really, you know, very somber and lovely art and everything. It was a lovely little series. Um. 
And then in the last chapter, you scroll down and you get this essay. And he's saying, yeah, sorry about that, everyone. This series really wasn't up to my standard. I'm sorry, I will try to be better in the future. <laughs> How do I give feedback? I love this. I was so much enjoying it. <laughs> okay, for everyone, so, yeah. um, he, he, he yelled no in dramatic fashion. His mic cut out there completely. <clears throat> it was more of Damn. a... No. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. You can just like you know, just drop well. my volume down to like ten percent and like put a reverb on it. <laughs> I, I can't reconstruct audio that went missing, Michael. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, bleak. Well, we've those been warned who, about who this before. I can, I can add the Darth Vader. The <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'll add the, the Darth Vader no on there. No. No, seriously yeah. though, um, uh, that would actually made me quite sad. But uh, the speaking back on the, the webtoon stuff though, I, you know, there's some series on there that are just unreasonably good. Like I remember I was randomly scrolling and then on those, that top bar, whatever on the on the webtoon app, they give you like recommendations things to read. And a couple of years ago, I remember, I was like, a bicycle anime. Why would I want to read a bicycle? I mean, Windbreaker. a bicycle webtoon. Yeah, Windbreaker. So Windbreaker. I was like, why would I want to read this trash? I mean, kids are bicycles. I promise you, the week later, I'd binge read so much of this nonsense. <laughs> a week later, I was thinking, yes, I want a bicycle. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. And um, for me, it was Remar the Remarried Empress. Love that series so much. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It makes me want to go get married and divorce just to go and find my better actual husband. What? The best part is he's like part pigeon. I can't remember what bird Ooh. it was. It's a pigeon though. He's <laughs> I was being dramatic, just to annoy you. Um, yeah, no, I know. I love that series. I actually, when I was scrolling back on my my, my like favorite subscribe list or whatever, I was like, oh, Reaper Everest, who knows that one? <laughs> there is the same author came out with another series that I don't recommend to you specifically, Michael, but to okay. the rest of the world, I do recommend. And it is um, The Men in My Haram. Same author as <laughs> The Remarried Empress. And it is just tastefully done the way that the men that are in her haram are introduced and we get a powerful strong female queen out here queen. um yes <laughs> to everyone else i recommend you go and read that michael unfortunately it's not the one for you why isn't it out of curiosity tell me why i wouldn't like it today because i'm very curious explain to me <laughs> michael am because i good he's... at recommending series to you yes or no yes you are you're very good so then just take take my advice it's not for you Okay, well, like Michael is right? So, so they, okay. Is. Don't get me wrong. Michael I'm, I'm pretty sub. confident because um, I won't know you too. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> for instance, uh, there are a couple of reverse harem though that I absolutely adored. Like, uh, for instance, or villainous all roads lead to doom. Have you ever read that one? That was good. I love that one. That's a great one. Uh, it actually came with an anime as well, which I ended up watching the first season. Oh, I think there's more then, but I'm not too sure. But that was lovely. I liked that one a lot. Um. I remember there was one other one I watched back in university. Something like Forgotten Memories or something. I can't remember. But that one wasn't that great. As you can tell by my lack of memory. On the lack of memories. <laughs> but uh yeah. No, there's some there's some lovely uh webtoons and stuff like that. But uh for instance, um every now and again you get a series that's absolutely incredible and uh, the ending comes in, you're like, wait, what? So like for instance, I remember uh Sweet Home. It's a horror series on Webtoon. Um, absolutely, highly recommend it. Uh, more so than I could ever you know, vocalize. 
Um, but basically, it's about a ooh, actually sensitive topics, so let me rather not. Um, but it's a it's it's a very very good horror series. Um, but the ending was just, like so strange. I remember I was like, I'm paying for this. What the frick is this weird nonsense? Because <laughs> I remember I had to buy yeah. those last few chapters because it was locked out. Because I was I was reading it. Um, on like a free weekend or something or other and then i just ran out of time and i was like no i won't not have the end <laughs> i quickly went to got some coins um but yeah so that was a, a lovely series overall the ending's still not bad it's just a very confusing ending i wasn't sure what that was nonsense about it kind of felt more like they were trying to find a way to finish it off as opposed to you know actually making a proper ending if that makes sense um but yeah I feel like you just read the mind of my high school English teacher when she read the one time that I wrote a horror story for her. <laughs> what? So sorry. It's difficult to end off horror stories really, really well, especially if you, in one hand, want to continue with it, but on the other hand, you know that it needs to end now, otherwise you're dragging it too long. Mm -hmm. And so then yep. it's this whole debate and negotiation within the author self of how to end it. And I'm very guilty of, of also doing that. Um, but it's fun. Let's hope that they come up with a better ending eventually. Mm. I'm curious, do you guys like horror? Hmm? Yeah. It, it, does, it doesn't do anything for me. I mean, mm. I watch it. The only time I watch a horror is if I'm watching it with other people. Yeah. Purely to get their reactions for it. <laughs> because they're not going to get anything out of me. I yeah. Horrors bore me. Honestly... I am. I don't like horrors because they're boring. They're usually not well written, mm, and then true. a lot of the times mm. the rules of the monster just keep getting broken. Mm. You know, if you want a monster to be scary, people do not show it within the first five minutes of the film. Then it's not scary anymore. Yeah, then it's just um, real life. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is a rule. Like the only thing everyone in in the universe fail uh, is afraid of is the unknown. Mm -hmm. Because well, say, horror think, comes uh, from here, not what's on your screen. That's the thing. As I say, for in real life, I think a lot of the monsters are those that you least expect to be monsters, and they're the ones that you see all the time. Tuli <laughs> is just a monster. I see her every day. So. No, for me, horror is. Um... Yeah, I, I enjoyed the the laugh, or the like pretending to, well, being scared as a you know environment is scary because you know everyone's hyping each other up on being scared. I think that's interesting. Um, yeah. I'm definitely worse when it comes to jump scares. Jump scares get me, and my heart goes, <laughs> I'm really dying over there. Uh, jump scares don't do it for me. But uh, most of the time, though, I'm not actually scared at all, and I'm laughing at how stupid the movie is. Um, <laughs> at least from my opinion, I don't know. Most horrors are pretty bad for me. And uh, have you watched yeah. the new Doctor Strange? Yes. New. I've been trying okay. to get people to go with me and I got no friends. I want to go. It's so sad. I cry every time. <laughs> then they move back to Pretoria. Come on. It's it's time. Dude, I mean, he's staying in Joburg, that, not so, Pretoria, man. No, 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 going back no. to Pretoria right now. Like, um, <laughs> a buddy of mine was thinking he wants to come visit this last weekend. The flight's yeah. like three grand at the moment. Yeah. Are yeah. you mad? Did you I'm not hear sorry, what happened what? with Com? Yes, so that's exactly Com what I think it is. I think that they all just hike up their prices because apparently they're a lot more in demand. It's just a joke. Yeah. It's because Com Air provides 40% of South Africans' domestic uh, flights. And so now the rest of these airlines need to absorb that 40% and they're not going to be able to survive unless they hike up their prices. Although... I'm sorry, just... 
What do you mean they're not? Okay, no, no our they, they one of our competitors change. just went down. We can't comp we can't compete anymore, guys. I'm sorry. It's it's just how it is. It's business, okay? Mm -hmm. Our competitor just went down. It's a hard life out there. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I just had Trump come out. I had Trump come out there. <laughs> Trump arrived. <laughs> No, uh, just come back man. to life so that business. I can look at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get that they want to make the money off of it. It's definitely a business decision. But uh, to say that they are not making extra cash out of it is nonsense. Yeah. Because no, the prices go up because be the demand went yeah. up. If your yeah. competitor yeah. goes down, yeah. your prices go up because now there's suddenly more demand. So you rise, mm -hmm. you yeah. bring your prices up. That's how decision, it works. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, the prices are a joke at the moment. Uh, so definitely not coming to Cape Dilge to Pretoria just to come watch a movie. I'm sorry, but <laughs> not happening. <laughs> With those prices, I said move, <laughs> not come to Pretoria. I said move to Pretoria, Michael. I'm not There's moving a big to difference. Pretoria. Nah, 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 nah. Michael, nah. I have I have a double bed. I come mean, on. whoa, hold up. Now you're bringing snuggles into this. Hold up. Now maybe we have a deal here. Hold up. <laughs> he has a double bed and um, adorable doggos. Mm -mm. Adorable doggos. Well, I mean... He's only adorable when he's not complaining. Yeah, my my dog is like at that age where he just complains about everything. He's just like, mm, mm, mm -hmm. every everywhere. You don't know what he wants. He just looks at you. It's like, yeah. what? Yeah, what? My like cat's, a baby. My cat's the same. Yeah, she just moans all the time. Like if I'm gone, exactly. she moans. If she if I'm here, she moans. <laughs> like right now, I don't know if, if you, anyone is seeing the the visuals right now. But I think that's her tail right there. That is her tail. Yeah, that's her tail. This is the tail up behind the pillow. <laughs> She's just listening in on your conversation. She's actually a spy for the government. Mm -mm, for sure, I can believe that. But not the South African government. Yeah, like whatever government uh, is spying on us. Uh, we like mm. you. Uh, don't kill us, please. The government or two. And if you are... Oi, Michael. Excuse you, Madam Webcams in my books. What do you mean? Madam Webcam. <laughs> <laughs> I have one friend on this podcast calling me a real life monster and the other one calling me the government that spies on you. Gosh, golly. That's the same thing as far as I'm concerned. Those are all just traits of a dictator, page, yeah. 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 yeah traits of a dictator? If I were to be a dictator, you'd and never see it coming. she's politics, by the way. So she is planning on becoming a dictator. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and and she's a writer, right? So she has the artist part covered. <laughs> Waiting for one of my friends to come and comment in here. It's like she she paints too. That's even worse. Hey, she's got all the key ingredients. Okay, so, so that, what minority that's... group are you going to be hating on first? <laughs> that's a question. Developers. You. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'd get the both of you mm. with one stone, okay. web developers. Web developers. That's fine, I'm going into console development. Here we go. <laughs> um, it's fine, I'm a Java dev, it doesn't matter to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I suppose the other opposite to the cliffhangers would be series that go on for too long. And then they oh, like yeah. to fill up extra space and pad things out. Uh, Getting booked. On that? Would you rather have a like... cliffhanger than have a padding? Or would you prefer? Uh, that depends on how it's done. So, like, a good example of, like, padding out and fleshing out a universe is, like, uh, what Disney's doing of Star Wars with their series. Like, they're creating stories in the gaps that already exist. So then you can fill those gaps and get more content out of it, like, between the movies. 
right? We could do the same with Harry Potter. <laughs> yes? Yeah. What you shouldn't do is do it like Harry Potter does it. <laughs> Where you're fleshing out something that shouldn't be there, apparently. Wait, sorry, I don't what's, know. The, what's the fleshing out for Harry Potter? Are we talking about Fantastic Beasts, or what are we talking about? Yes. Uh, okay. The first movie well, was cool, yeah, I like the first and one. then nobody cares about the rest. Oh no, the second movie was about. cool. We don't talk about the third one. That's the one we don't talk so about. The, the second the one was cool. What do you out, mean? Isn't it, isn't it in cinema right now? Yeah, the third one is yeah, out now. Yeah, the third now. one is out right now, and mm. we don't talk about that one. Because Wait, have you the second one was garbage. Have still? you watched it? Uh, I've watched both the Fantastic Beast movies, and we do not watch the third one, Hi, Michael. Though. We do I not watch, watch it, it legally. It, we do not watch it legally. Okay, we do not legally. Wow. Yes. Wow. Now she's now she's uh, outright endorsing piracy here. So, so okay. So here's the problem, right? Okay. So companies don't care about Johnny Depp. That's that's a fact. I mean, you only mm -hmm. care about your bottom line. They don't care about people in general. Yeah. Um, the same with uh, any kind of actor or actress. They don't care about you. I mean, Amber doesn't that's care true. about the people that she takes donations for. Um, but like. The biggest thing is that, by the same token, saying that he's like, you know, not been hard done by. I can sure he's definitely been hard done by. He definitely doesn't deserve to lose roles until you know actually proven guilty or anything like that. But I mean, it's just a business decision. I mean, eh, I don't think they it's... would throw anyone under the bus. They would push it for anyone. It doesn't matter who the person was, if he was a good yeah. or bad person. If you know what I mean, they would have done the same thing. But that's my thing is that they should have done it to both of them and they didn't. Yeah, and that's didn't. my problem. They did, and Heard still has her role in the new Aquaman. Which is why she's we're not watching that it. either. Actually, she's I wasn't still sure how that was going. It. Yeah, yeah, no, no, anyway, Johnny won the case. There's still been nothing from Warner. No, no, they don't care. Yeah. Yeah, that's just how it is at the end of the day. Companies don't care. They don't no care. And how for wrong. me, it's the principle of it is that in that entire court case wow this is turning into an amber her johnny depp court case yeah anyway. why are we talking how did how did we get from from how to, to flesh out a series to now the johnny depp amber heard case where did that oh, come gosh. in i'm not even sure you Speaking know what let's put a pin in this completely and yeah not i think we it. stop it right here like well, no, this, no, no, wait, we one last thing about about before this case of mine though <laughs> i can say that like flopping hell i could not be bothered to actually keep up to date with it after a while i'm sorry i don't care enough they're just like you know wealthy people bickering about their own problems it doesn't matter to me that much <laughs> like uh i don't know i just wanted to see the finalization after a while i didn't really care to watch every single day of the trial what about you guys did you keep up today every single day no michael we have work hey, we i hardly kept watch, up with yeah. every single day of my life <laughs> nobody does that no, okay, no well, unless you're unless you're physically in the court in case the nobody does that it was the very big news apparently i think um I it think was it was in the South news, America. but that's somebody's uh, job to make it news. <laughs> that's that's the thing. My favorite thing was there was this like uh, search map that I saw, and like I think it started in South America. As soon as the the like Johnny Depp nonsense started, or whatever, <laughs> it was like basically Ukraine completely got wiped out by the Johnny Depp trial. <laughs> no one was looking up Ukraine anymore yeah. in South America. <laughs> I loved it. No, I still look up the Ukrainian thing. But uh, that like, was also, um, I think, was also linked to, obviously, not everyone knows who Johnny Depp is. So they'll probably be Googling it more to find out who he is. So good credits where credit is due. There's probably Jack a reason Sparrow. for that. But um, yeah. yeah, you can look <laughs> shocked. But like, there's obviously, you know, people want context on stuff, you know. Maybe they want to know who Amber Heard is then. Maybe, maybe that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, that one. That one uh, I can understand. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. But haven't you Amber heard about her? 
I'm sorry, what? I was amber deaf on that. Can I bring out that pin again and put it in here? Yes, please. Oh, yeah, like, so... pin it, pin it in the... No, before Michael starts no, talking, let's... No, 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 this is, not about, no, this is no, not about no, the no. trial. It's not about the trial. <laughs> I'm talking about Fantastic Beasts now. Fantastic Beasts, I see, got a 6.3, which, uh, yeah, compared to the 7 point something or other that the previous one got, uh, it probably isn't a great one. But then I also don't know if that's review bombing. I'm not too sure. I would hope the, that it's still a decent movie. The first Fantastic Beast movie was really, really good. Yeah. And the second one, as most sequels do, rode on the wave of it. Yeah. I still think that it was good, just not as good as the first one, hands down. Um, I don't think it was good at all. I think uh, I think everything they it was basically like the Star Wars trilogy, yeah. where everything that happened in the previous movie now does not matter at all. There's no consequences for your actions. Your characters become hollow. They're inconsistent. The writing was extremely inconsistent, and not to mention that characters are supposed to stick to their fucking morals. What happened to that? Everyone just suddenly became a different character. I don't know. I think that they were, what J.K. Rowling especially had envisioned for that was that that second one was supposed to be, you know, this switch where you just see people flipping and then maybe later on, although we all know that she's not the greatest at doing this, flesh out why that flip actually happened. Hey guys, it was a horcrux. It was a curse all along. It wasn't by writing, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shame. No, but my comment on the whole Harry Potter, you can make an entire sub-universe of, well, just many a plot line is that Har the Harry Potter series rightfully does follow everything from Harry's perspective. But Harry was so dense, he did not notice 90% of the things going around him. I'm like, the man survived. He was the boy who lived purely because he was the ignorant person. Gosh. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Uh, That's how so, it works. Yeah, you, get, so, sorry. You, get... you were saying that the whole point of this conversation was that you didn't like the, the Fantastic Beasts being like an added-on thing. I don't know. I, mm. I like the idea of having just more fantasy content, so I didn't have much of an issue with Fantastic Beasts, at least. Um, regardless of what bearing it has on real-life problems. Um, I like the idea <laughs> of just having more fantasy content. I, I don't know. I just enjoy the idea of it. Um, whether or not it's good, that's another story altogether. But I just like the idea of having more. That's, uh, I'd kind of say it's also to a degree unrelated until they bring in like Dumbledore stuff. Then it's like, nope, not unrelated anymore. Um, but <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I would say there's more heinous versions of it. Um, speaking of which, by the way, you were talking about uh, the Star Wars stuff. How is the, the new Obi-Wan series going? You said you started it, right? Yeah, so my opinion on the Obi-Wan series is I'm not going to give a full overview until it's actually finished because I don't really want to spoil things for people. But all I can say is that the story and writing, that's there. Like, the, like it's a convincing story and the actor choice and all that I'm happy with. Uh, I know some people hate on a few of the actors for some reason. Mm -hmm. I'm, I don't understand where that's coming from. What I can say about the show is that uh, the action scenes they're clumsy like very clumsy like there's in the first episode so i'm not spoiling um basically there's this chase scene through a forest yeah. right and then they're chasing and the bad guys behind them are like just like like basically just like speed running or mm -hmm. speed walking behind the person they're supposed to catch and then they're like oh no tree branch ah bah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
it was it just it just felt like watching a cartoon in slow motion i did not understand what was going on there and then the same thing happened in the third episode when there's like this big climactic moment oh no and then like a person gets put into a fire and then it's like he's he's there in the fire and he's screaming he's like ah, ah ah he gets pulled out of the fire it's like three burn marks here on his clothes and it's like what like I feel like the the action could have been done better. That's my only opinion on it. But back on the topic of uh, of fleshing out a universe, Disney has learned a lot about how to flesh out a universe without interfering with the main story, which is something Warner Brothers is not doing. Yeah. Every every single time they release a new movie, it contradicts something from the main series, mm-hmm. like completely. Yeah, Tuli Tuli is basically having an ex- existential crisis right now, just thinking of all the other moments. But like Star Wars does it because they do it in gaps, or they create new stories from previous stories, like the Loki series. Like if you haven't watched, I really want to watch that one. I need yeah. to watch that one. Uh, if you haven't watched that one, uh, basically in. Uh, if you've watched the uh, the latest, no, not the latest Avengers movie. Is it the latest Avengers movie? Which Infinite. one? Yeah, it is the latest one. Oh yeah, this is still the latest one at this point. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, uh, for the Infinity War to conclusion, when they went back in time, and obviously, and the the Tesseract fell into Loki's hands at some point. Who remembers that moment when? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it basically oh, stems off from that. Yeah. It basically stems off from that, and from that you create an entirely different story mm-hmm. that doesn't interfere with the main one. Completely unrelated to this, but uh, I love the fact that Disney Plus is finally available. I'm actually quite excited <laughs> because uh, for the longest time, the rest of the world had access to this. We would literally just couldn't even get it. VPN. <laughs> so that was interesting. Um, but yeah, sorry, Tilly, what were you saying? Oh, you couldn't get Disney Plus with VPN, by the way. No, um, no, I tried. I didn't. Yeah, oh, that, and. No, yeah, and I even tried using my friend's account that she gave me access to, even then with the VPN, didn't work. But yeah. no, I read a lot of complaints on this. So if you haven't watched the new Doctor Strange movie, it's a really good movie and somewhat does do okay as a standalone um, in the sense that it's bringing, it's catching up to Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange's character into the comic books quite well. Yeah. But um really go and watch WandaVision before you go and watch (laughs) this and so many people complained about that they were like I've never had to go and do you know research before watching a whole movie and for many South African people it was a difficult thing because we didn't have Disney Plus to go and watch WandaVision beforehand listen I'm not trying to advocate for for privacy um, piracy which is why I'm saying it was a difficult thing to do and so I went with a lot of people that were like oh but how did she end up with this how did she end up like that and it's like one division one division one division one division yeah it, it so, was a really jarring thing to go watch it because I haven't seen WandaVision mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I was meant I meant to go watch it at some point but then I asked my my friends who are like extreme marvel fans when we were go watching the movies like do i need to have watched wandavision so then i asked them to give me like a breakdown of what was happening like yeah they give me like a pretty good breakdown but you couldn't put anything everything in there they were explaining it to me for like five minutes and i still couldn't just you know keep up like sometimes you're not i i agree you're definitely not supposed to do that yes it brings more sales to your streaming platform but you're literally alienating everyone who doesn't have access to that and i don't think you should be doing that 
like not in the long term. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think for um, South Africans at least uh, going to watch uh, the movie, um, they kind of were using it as also a different kind of marketing ploy in its own way. Yeah. Because uh, you know, like they sell 3D and stuff like that. Uh, we call this the make you wonder vision. <laughs> you and your puns today, Michael. Oh, I was very happy with that one. Because while we're on like the topic really of movies, what I was about to say, she was like, "Oh, I'm yeah. with you, Michael. I'm with you." And she got disappointed. While we're on the topic of movies, a class oh act in how to do a sequel, Top Gun. It's oh, no. been thirty, okay, so thirty-something years, and the new Top Gun movie—I can honestly say—did it justice and exceeded it. I'm gonna watch that this afternoon. That's all I'm, I'm saying excited. about it. I am very hyped about. I was very hyped about it, and then I watched it, and it was like, mm, yes. <laughs> I'm very keen to go watch that today. I'm gonna watch that in IMAX and everything. I'm very, very keen. Oh, in IMAX. Mm-hmm. Ah, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't often go for IMAX, but I thought uh, have been a while. Why not go watch something properly? Usually, I would be honest with you, I think it's overrated, uh, IMAX stuff. I know most people who love good audio and stuff are cringing in their seats right now, Tash probably included. Um, but, and Tulio, I guess, okay. Apparently, I'm the minority here. Um, yes, you are. I don't know. I feel that the idea of going to go experience a movie it's just like being with friends and stuff is more appealing to me as opposed to this like extra bass and better sound and slightly bigger screen i don't know it doesn't really impact me at least um i, I like my my cheap cheap tickets and uh, going and getting the, the, the standard experience um especially considering snacks are quadruple the price of the ticket um yeah so there you go there's my little two cents on why movies are too expensive Gosh, you're such a millennial. You are. My gosh. <laughs> you are such a millennial. They are too <laughs> expensive, though. I'm sorry. I would have thought that the snacks would be the afterthought. You shouldn't be making the majority of sales through food. That, that's that's how they make the majority, make the majority of their of money. The, I, I, yeah. Because they don't I make money off the, the tickets. I want to have my snacks, and I can't have okay, my well, snacks. Okay, well, it's either you can have really cheap snacks and very expensive movie tickets which basically just stops you from going to the theater altogether mm-hmm. or you can have movie tickets that are super cheap and then you have snacks that are super expensive which ones do you think make money okay, but now what do you consider super cheap uh, in rands on a movie ticket? like 100 to 200 rand see i mean you're not you're mm-hmm. not watching a movie that often let's be honest and especially like with how um different generations spend their money gen z is way more likely to spend money on an experience than they are on products or yeah because word of mouth is so powerful that's how disney makes their money in their theme parks they don't get money from the tickets they get money from the things you buy there Mm -hmm. to experience things that's how you make money merchandise Merchandise, yeah you make the majority of your money on merchandise it's how most youtubers make their money Ad revenue, yeah, it's there, but you make way more from merchandise than you do from ad revenue ever could. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, basically like, so, so for me, at least, uh, I went the ultra cheap route uh, back in when I was living in Johannesburg. There was a casino that I was nearby to, and they had, I'd never, I've never gone gambling in my life, but the <laughs> casino, they give you a free little membership card that costs you literally nothing, and if you have this free membership card, then you can literally get movie tickets for 50 rand. And I was like, <laughs> let's go, 50 bucks for a movie. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I'm guilty of the same thing. I don't gamble either, mm. but I've got 
uh, and it gives you free entrance for parking, so you don't have to pay for parking Wait, either. Wait, what? I had to pay yeah. for parking. It was ten rand. Oh, I oh. my tickets were sixty bucks total. Damn it, I missed out. <laughs> yeah, so I, I get I get the free entrance into there. I mean. Mm. It, that's if I'm driving in. If I want to yeah. be, you know, frugal, I'll take public transport in and just take two buses in. Oh, that's also extra cost. Yeah. <laughs> Actually cheaper. The petrol. I would have thought. Yeah. Oh. So uh, a bus from my bus stop here is what now I'll I won't go and watch a movie during peak time, and I'll probably be going on my own. So then it's what nine? No, it's gone up now. Just recently to twelve rand. So it's 12 rand there, so it's 24 rand there. And then I only pay 60 rand now because of inflation and everything on my ticket. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Ooh. Sorted. <laughs> well, that's a very good Basically, price. I no. spend about 100 rand going there and back mm. if I don't get snacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, yeah, that's, that's kind of the thing. So I just don't generally get the snacks if I can avoid it. But uh, I go so infrequently that nowadays I do try and get snacks when I do go because, you know, rather make that the experience for me. But then I think prior I prioritize snacks over IMAX. So, oh, no. you know, there's the other thing. Nah, yeah. I would prioritize IMAX any day over... Snack, snacks. Yeah. Oh, I'm, oh, if oh. I'm watching a movie, I want to be immersed. I don't want to... Like, there's otherwise, then you can just watch it at home. So that's just way, okay. that's just a plain thing of it. Like, okay. if you're not going to experience it in a movie theater, then just watch it at home. You'll save money that way. You'll have to wait, but yeah. See, I see it the other way around. Uh, you, you use the IMAX to immerse yourself. So I guess this, I think the screen's also bowed a bit, as far as I know. So it like, you know, bends a little bit on the corners. Yeah, so the screen um, is, is bowed a bit. Yeah. There's more audio channels. The audio quality is more crisp. Gee, it's usually mastered and rated. Tertius explaining all of this with his hands and expressing his face to us. Don't you too, Michael and I other also, viewers? Yeah, yeah, sure. No, I'm just showing there's more <laughs> audio channels to you guys. <laughs> as in they're behind you, they're above you, they're all around you. Especially if it's mastered in like Dolby Vision and all that. I know a lot of people have no fucking clue what I'm talking about right now, but the the amount of effort going into recording into a, in a movie, the amount of time it takes to grade a scene, like color grading, uh, audio grading, all that, it takes hours and hours and hours of every single person that was on that movie. There's a reason those lists are so long at the end of a movie. It takes a lot of effort to make a movie to look and sound good and if it's done right something like avatar back in the day yeah, yeah. then then it's just like yeah, yeah so you can honestly feel it uh, so, so just a little tidbit by the way also if you subscribe to that non-existent patreon then he will come to your house and do the hand gestures for you in person just letting you know um, we actually do have a patreon we just we have actually, nothing on it <laughs> okay, <never mind. laughs> don't subscribe to the patreon i'm lying to you <laughs> um no, so I, I understand it. Uh, there's actually a couple of movies. I know, for instance, any of the Marvel movies is incredibly well done, usually with their audio and stuff. Um, but a lot of the time, I've had issues where movies just sound overly bassy and they just, it feels like it's unnecessary. Um, I know, especially the, you know, those moving chair ones, I think they're called the 3D experience or 4D. Oh, yeah, the 4DX. I, I find yeah. that pretty pointless, I'm going to be honest. Um, but. Uh, so, so when we're talking about the whole immersion thing, I get it. I fully understand it. I, for the few movies I do go watch in IMAX, I always think it's a lovely experience and I really enjoyed it. But when we talk about full immersion, 
I don't like the idea of hearing someone snacking two seats down from me and I'm left out. <laughs> so that's it's because you have the wrong friends, Michael. You have the wrong friends. So that's wrong the friends and wrong no, 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 timing no, no, this, of going yeah. to the cinema. This is now, if I'm going with friends, if they're getting snacks, I'm getting snacks. If they're not getting snacks, I'm not going to get snacks usually. Um, or I'm going to share my snacks with them. Uh, I'm talking about now, if I choose to not get snacks and I can hear some guy noshing two seats down, that isn't part of my group. That's where the issue comes in. That unimmerses me. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. My jealousy. I usually don't experience that because, mm-hmm. like, the idea especially of... if you sit far back. So, so usually the the quintessential of movie watching is popcorn. Right? Everyone knows popcorn. Mm. And my strategy for popcorn is to always have so much spice that you have to at least cough once before you're allowed to stop. Okay, that is the objective. <laughs> so. Um, yes, if you can't smell my popcorn throughout the row, you know I've messed up. (laughs) Watch your go-to spices for your popcorn when you're going to the movies. Oh, now we're getting to really controversial stuff here. This is (laughs) the only spice combination that is acceptable. Mm -hmm. It is sour cream and chives and salt and vinegar together. Tertius? I'm just butter salt all the way. Butter salt? Does anyone remember when they used to have um, fruit and chutney for the popcorn spices? Oh, yes, that was Way lovely, back when. Yeah. That no. I miss it. Wait, did you just say no? Yes, no. Oh, I love <gasps> that one. <laughs> oh my no, God. I never had it. Not no, I hated it. Okay, okay. Oh. Well, to me, um, sour cream and chives, a little bit of butter salt, and your fruit and chutney was the supreme combination. Mm-hmm. Of all, because you got the sweetness from the fruit and chutney, you got the sour cream. It just, it just hit, and then that butter, uh, as Michael definitely knows, and you should be aware of by now, Tertius. I love butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I made toast for you, Tuli. I know how much you like butter. I had to basically drown a piece of toast in butter. <laughs> I was basically deep frying. Out of curiosity, how much tomato sauce did you have on that butter? <laughs> Yeah, so my... Do you know Michael accused me the one time that I went to his house of bringing my own whole bottle of tomato sauce, like a Neanderthal. I carry little sachets of tomato sauce, not a whole bottle. Why were, why were you bringing tomato sauce to his exactly, house? Who does exactly, that? Tashes, yes, yes, exactly. I always Mm-mm-mm. carry tomato sauce in my purse mm-hmm. wherever I go because I don't trust that places won't have tomato sauce. Mm-hmm. That's the and problem. Yeah. He has the audacity. I'm there and I wasn't even opening the tomato sauce bottle for myself. Our other friend was and I was like, can you please open this for me? My hands are full. Mm-hmm. And he goes, did you just bring a whole bottle of tomato sauce to my house? And I was like, <laughs> so the, so the I would also be that, offended. I, I was basically taking everything from the kitchen to the dining room table. And uh, <laughs> at some point, someone had grabbed the tomato sauce. I had brought the other sauces prior to that, but someone had brought the tomato sauce out for me. And I hadn't realized that. So I immediately assumed, no, man, did she just whip that out of her handbag, a whole bottle of tomato sauce? That is wild. It wasn't even like sealed and everything. I was like, yo, I didn't even go and buy anything. She had the whole thing in her purse. We didn't even oh, bother. <laughs> Tully, why? But yeah, There's only two fun. cases that I don't put tomato sauce on everything. Is that is on jollof rice because that is sacrilegious you don't put anything on jollof rice the only thing that you're eating jollof rice with is meat preferably what chicken is, what is jollof fries what what's this jollof rice oh that jello is fries. very different yes. i heard i had jello fries for a bit yeah there. i also heard jello fries i was, I was like what is that some jelly fries right there 
Jello jelly and ketchup. <clears throat> For the viewers that also heard me say jelly and ketchup, jollof rice. It is a typical Nigerian rice dish. Um, it's made by like pureeing peppers, tomatoes, and chili, so it's very spicy. Um, so it's and rice. Then, then you cook your rice in it so that the rice absorbs the flavor of it. It is so, 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 so good. Um, shout out to Bestie for introducing me to such. But um, so good. And the only time that you ever eat anything with jollof rice, jollof rice, not jelly rice, um, is with meat. You don't, don't go and put your curry, don't go and put your anything else on top of it. You'll get kicked out of that Nigerian household like this. They will, they will, un, you, you know, they won't even unalive you. They will unexist you so fast. It's hilarious. Truly, if, we, if we're ever in France, I'm not taking you to any restaurant. Why? If you, if you start chucking oh. a, a bottle of tomato sauce on the table, we're, we are going to have a problem and they're going to have a problem with you. <laughs> No, but you see, that's the problem. I'd also have to carry salt if I had to go to those places oh, because no. they don't put salt on their food either. That's that's, a, that's something that will upset me, okay? I'm fine with anyone putting salt on anything I make for them, but at least try it before you put the salt yeah. on it. It's just such like, an insult to the chef that you don't trust the amount of salt yeah, they the put on. Like, I understand like, that you hmm. people all want extreme amounts of salt and you all want to die at an early age. I understand it, but come <laughs> on, at least try it before you flipping put more Hello, on. heart disease. I always try it before I put something on it, although there are days that I crave you, tomato sauce. <laughs> yeah, no, there are people my... who do that. Like, the plate hasn't even hit the table yet, and then they'll be like, salt. That is my younger brother. Yeah, I've noticed that with my, with my friends here in Cape Town. Um, I didn't realize that people put salt onto pizza. It's the first for me, but I didn't realize. Um, that's the thing, apparently. What? I've never seen that before in my life, but that's happening currently in my life. Yeah. What the? F yeah. What, what, why? Why? Who does that? Why? Mm -hmm. Why would you put salt on your pizza? That's what I'm saying. I was confused as well. I'm now glad <laughs> I'm getting some recognition here because they all looked at me as if I was daft because I asked the question. I said, "Is this frequently done for you guys?" And they're like, "Yeah, no, we did salt." I'm like, okay. <laughs> but uh, I can back, understand back the, garlic. The... I can understand cheese. <laughs> I can understand adding extra Parmesan cheese if you want the kick of salt. Yeah. Salt. Yes. Yeah. Table salt. Yeah. <laughs> I was very confused. I actually didn't know what to do with myself. I felt like I was the weird one for a second the there. Yeah. I can honestly say you are weird, Michael, but you're not that weird. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, um, <laughs> that was that was definitely first for me. <laughs> Thanks, much love, girl. <laughs> um, the the one thing I was gonna say on the whole tomato sauce front though is like you know always have tomato sauce with you know chips and stuff like that, right? But mm -hmm. have you ever had chips so good that you just want to eat them like they are? Oh. Yeah, especially if it's spiced well. Oh. Yo, it's just happiness. It's just so, so good. Mm. Yo, yo, yo. Truly wouldn't agree because uh, never tried. he's an avid, yeah. he's no, an no, avid no. tomato sauce lover. It depends. So because I'm an avid tomato sauce lover, tomato sauce. Um, tomato sauce. <laughs> different tomato sauce have different levels of acidity to them and they can complement the different spices and the flavors to the chips differently. So depending on what tomato sauce I A have in my bag and B is on the table, in that specific scenario will have me decide like, mm, no, this tomato sauce will actually take away from all of the flavors that are in here, so I won't do that. Oddly enough, speaking of that whole plane, um, I remember first time I ever tried to use my own tomato sauce with uh, McDonald's chips, I was absolutely disgusted. All gold does not go with uh, McDonald's chips. It just it conflicts too much. 
There's too much sugar in the McDonald's chips. I think that's the issue. I don't know. But it just didn't work. Uh, Heinz is definitely the only one to have with McDonald's chips. But by the same token, uh, I'm one of the only two people in the universe that thinks McDonald's chips aren't that great. Oh, what? Actually, wow. we're on the same page there oh, now. Really? She's about yeah. to be there. Yeah, Screw both so of three you. Of us. Wow. I'm ending <laughs> this podcast <laughs> right here now. It, it's not going to work out. I'm sorry, guys. The only time McDonald's chips are good is when you're dipping them in when McDonald's used to have the double thick chocolate shake mm. and a McFlurry. Mm -hmm. That's it. Any other time you're giving me McDonald's chips, I'll be like, sibling, here you go. I don't really give them away. I'm still hungry when I have them, so I eat them. But uh, I just think that there's just so many chips that are just better in general. Just like most are actually just great. Um, steers. Steers have definitely got the best spices by far. Wait um, for what? Steers chips. chips. Yeah. No, they're <gasps> way too oily. No. The spices are great. I love their spices. Oh, I buy yeah, their spice the spices salt. are nice, mm. but like the chips are always so damn oily. I might as well just order KFC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're so oily, the US government is about to be paid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oddly enough, no. uh, I use their, their spice that you can buy separately on uh, my oven chips that I put in the little air fryer. No, that's my, my, my snack every now and again. Now that I've spoken mm. about them, I actually want to go make some now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is, it is about lunchtime now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I'm famished. I don't know. I remember what used to be the best chips in South Africa. It used to be a nut. I used to love their chips because they had almost a, a slap chip feel to them. They were amazing and they were so nice and I loved their sauce and everything. It was great. Ooh. But uh, most recently, had them again. They just were oily and gross. So I don't know if I just got old and boring or if they're just not great anymore. But yeah, last time was not happy. I had a nod when I was down in Cape Town. It's not the same as up here. Yeah, I, I think I've had, I had them, them once. recently at Canal Walk. I was so upset. My whole meal was just not good. Um, so hopefully it's not that the franchise is trash now, but uh, yeah, that wasn't a good experience for me. Um, sure. No, Franchises I'm, I'm do eventually take a turn. Yeah. No, I'm now. insulting the Cape Town branch. Oh. That I, I had it. Because it's still uh, great up here. Also, so, uh, I remember, um, I don't know if I've told the story before on the podcast, but uh, um, I remember a nut in Canal Walk specifically. I remember they had like an experimental thing going on. Did I tell you about this before? You told okay. me, but not on no, the podcast. Okay, not on no, the podcast. I have no idea what so basically, they were doing like an experimental thing, and basically, what happened was they um, every time anyone ordered a shawarma or something like that, it would basically make the sound of the animal throughout the restaurant. So yes. you would like you'd order a chicken shawarma, for instance, and you'd hear clucking coming throughout the whole place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like it would let them move if you order something in beef and things like that. Mm. And it was just traumatic. It just puts you off your food. You like you think that they're hacking it in the back of the restaurant or something. <laughs> you know, that's like so. Mm. Like who thought that was well, a good that, idea? I mean, well, it's definitely not there anymore, and it definitely didn't go to any other other branches. But uh, that was hor horrific from my I'm childhood. Happy it didn't. Like, uh, you, yeah. Can you imagine every time you? You order something from like McDonald's, and they're just like moo. Oh, would it really be a moo? With oh, no, that the, would be uh, a grinder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's actually part of the reason I don't. I don't know. I just don't like McDonald's, really. To be honest with you, I just feel like most of their food feels processed to me to an excessive degree. Um, I never feel full afterwards. I may feel full for like twenty minutes. If that makes sense. It feels like I didn't get nutrition out of it. Maybe that's just me. But, uh, I think yeah. that's just you. 
no i'm not the biggest fan of mcdonald's although i will say i've recently gotten into the filthy filthy habit i've been clean off of mcdonald's for three years straight and then yes as if the mcdonald's is drugs i'm speaking to about it as if those drugs yeah and then my mom bought nuggets and mcdonald's is the only thing that was here at home and despite the fact that i was complaining the whole day that the only thing that was at the house was mcdonald's i was just lazy to cook Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then I, I, I went and I begrudgingly dipped a nugget in and I put into it and I was like <laughs> and then I finished the whole 10 piece and I was like it's see, not fair see, that's the thing. I, I understand the appeal of the chicken nuggets they're lovely I agree but here's the but I always and ever had those chicken nuggets think about the fact that good old pub chicken strips are the better version you go to a pub of any kind and you get yourself a thing oh. of chicken strips and that is happiness. That is the true, true version of what those chicken nuggets are trying to be. Chicken strips. I take uh, Popeye's chicken strips any day. Hmm. But yeah, it's Popeye's like the one in South Africa. Yeah, I was about to say, I yeah, remember them being are. in Johannesburg for a bit, but I never actually got to try them before they went poof. No, they're, they're opening restaurants all over again. Oh, like okay. it seems mm. to be going better now. But what I can say about McDonald's in general mm. is their great hangover food. That's what I was going to mention being drunk about them. Food. Uh, yeah, we, we talked about this yesterday, <laughs> so that's why we're bringing it into the podcast. Love all of you, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a really good hangover food. Apparently, some people prefer uh, the nuggets. KFC? Oh, yeah, some people prefer KFC for some reason. I guess it's because it's like really oily yeah, and yeah, yeah. like that's great for recovering from a hangover. Mm. Yo, but... No, I, I, if I, if I am in that state, um, the last thing I want is like, uh, anything chicken. I'm just like, yes, give me, give me big burger. <laughs> also, anything with cheese on it, especially for some oof, reason, that's like my go-to. But also <laughs> more recently, so the past couple of times I've gone out and come back, I wanted KFC. And all of the KFCs, despite the fact that their signs so boldly claim to be open 24-7, were closed. <laughs> really? I'll say that. Like yeah. late at night? That's definitely the yeah. franchise that is the least consistent for me. I have absolutely incredible meals, and then I have absolutely trash oh, yeah. meals. They're just so inconsistent for some reason here. Mm. Um, I don't know what their problem is. And also, same thing with closing down randomly. It's like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what their problem is. Yeah, like if you're going to be also the one KFC is like in Ilovu, which is a place in Santon that has a lot of bars and clubs and stuff, right? And so drive straight past that one. It's closed. Even the Nando's across the road closed. And I sit there, I'm like, you know, you, you're missing all of the ample hungry drunk people right now. <laughs> all of them. It's probably why they're closed. <laughs> because of all the drunk people. <laughs> I mean, yes, but food yeah no it makes sense i don't know at no, least but... with regards to going out these days i don't know if i've become like a Capetonian su- supremacist or something but uh i just think wine estate food is just so incredibly good that i just don't like take cut as much as i used to if that makes sense i would rather go to like woolworths grab myself a, a chicken schnitzel to chuck in the oven and that'll be my my junk food that i'm happy because it's easy and convenient if that makes sense Know, that is just, like oh. such that is like the biggest south african white boy thing i've ever heard in my life <laughs> that is my my go-to i am lazy i just chuck a schnitzel that's good enough for me <laughs> with cheese sauce no i, um, I, I like uh, i like making my own sauces with uh, combinations of mayo of some sort so 
like mayo and mustards or mayo and this and mayo and that oh, like, mayo and tomato sauce no pink sauce is amazing <laughs> yes i love myself even if you really want to be extreme and you feel like being lazy but also want something nice you can chuck a bit of gherkins in there and stuff oh, yeah i like it no, and I you, like you want to feel healthy and to make it look like you're not eating like a savage, you just chuck it on some spinach. <laughs> That's what I go Now, to. one thing, mm. one thing I will always say that uh, mayo and tomato sauce goes well on is actually hot dogs. Mm. Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. for some reason, mayo and tomato sauce just works so well there, especially if it's like creamy mayo. And on chips, surprisingly. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the Europeans aren't or something. I don't mm. know. I feel like at least hot dogs. I'm obligated to have mustard and ketchup. It's like, it's the American way, and it's the way that I also like to embrace. I, I feel it, like they've got that one It depends on the hot dog for me, really. And, but, but the weird part is, is that I don't usually use the the nice, uh, like, ooh, speaking of people with good sauces, Wimpy has the most, like, vinegar intense sauces. I love their stuff. Oh my gosh. Uh, if only their food was able to keep up with everything else. Sadly, Oof, that seems to fall yeah. and fallen off these days. Oh, um, I... It's the Wimpies you guys are going to, ne? Mm -hmm. It's the Wimpies you guys are going to. Your Wimpies is like my quintessential road trip food. It always seems to be on those long <laughs> highways. <laughs> you yeah. find a Wimpy in the early hours of the morning. Was um, a Wimpy designed as like a roadhouse restaurant in the first that, place? I don't even know. I have no idea. Um, no, I, I like Wimpy burgers and I like their milkshakes. I just don't like their chips. Wimpy's milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> I don't know. For me, the, the winner was always their two sauces, their mustard and their, may uh, their tomato. Mm -hmm. But then their relish. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can now their buy their relish good. on their own. I have said sitting in my cupboard. I also have a squeezy <laughs> bottle of their relish. But I, mm -hmm. I don't know why. I swear it's different. My father's convinced that it's the exact same. But I swear oh, no, it's, it's different. It's yeah. definitely different. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, it's a five in my household apparently. That I <laughs> believe it's different. No one else does. Apparently they all think it's exactly the same. And I think it's not. Need I, I go through the it. list of reasons why they've changed their recipe. Well, so what my father's reasoning in is is that they wouldn't want to have more fresh ingredients within the relish in their actual stores because they want to save money on having to recreate that kind of stuff. So that's his reasoning. I've had that exact discussion on that. He, I, he thinks this wouldn't be any more preserved than the one that they use in their actual restaurants. But yeah, that's a, a comment for another day, I guess. Who knows? Totally go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who else has really good um, sauce? Spur. That oh, yeah. chip and salad. Chip. That one. Chip sauce. That's the yeah. best one by far. Oh. For sure. It's for me, every time I pick it up, I feel healthier because it's the salad dressing, but I'm putting it on. <laughs> it's a salad dressing. Yeah, it's yeah. like chucking tomato sauce all over your salad and being like, yeah, I'm healthy now. <laughs> oh, no, so no, that's, no. that's an interesting one. Sorry, do you actually use it on a salad dressing? Oh, I that, never that use that. No, I never use that as a salad. I don't eat salads often, and I especially don't eat salads when I'm going out to restaurants. Trust issues with lettuce. Trust Attached issues with you. lettuce. I barely, I barely ever eat salads. Like usually, now if you have to drench a salad in salad dressing, it's not a good salad. So that's that's my thing. I was gonna say that I love salad, but I never have salad dressing. Uh, I when I was growing up. Uh, it was always honey and mustard. That was my salad dressing I would go to. Um, I'm now cured of it for life. I can't have it anymore. I've just had too much of it for too long. Um, and now I just love the crispness and the freshness of just plain salad. Just cuts up a little bit of apple in there, maybe some gherkin, cucumber, lettuce. Love it all. Oh, great stuff. Beautiful stuff. Yeah, we are having very different salads. My salads just usually consist of leaves. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's when probably I get why one I'm those, not having salads. You can throw when some grapes one of those, in there if you want to be extra weird. <laughs> when I get one of those salads that are like 90% lettuce leaves, or even mm. if they're trying to be bougie with some other kind of leaves in it, spinach leaves are fine though, like baby spinach leaves. Those are okay. Yeah. But anyway, I look them, I, and I'll look at the thing, and I'll look at the, especially my mom, I look my mom in the eye, and I'm like, Ma, because leave for your name. I love you a lot, mother. But why are you giving me horsey corsia? <laughs> I'm just like I'm not I'm not a zebra. I'm not gonna eat this. I'm sorry. <laughs> the only complaint I could have is when people put too much rocket in. That's a very oh yes, oh. rocket on. There was a there was a I point where like people rockets. where restaurants were putting rocket on everything, everything. on your <gasps> burgers, in your salad, on your, on your everything. Pizza. Yeah. Why? Um, Why? It tastes terrible and it smells even worse. Okay, okay, Why hold, do they hold, 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 hold. use it? Let's, let's not Don't. be too offensive here, everyone. Come on. My favorite pizza often comes rocket on. <laughs> I hate you, man. Oh no, Michael. My favorite pizza of all time will always be a Parmahan pizza. I absolutely adore it. Um, and uh, it does have a little bit of rocket on it. And I think it's lovely on that. Um, but... Go ahead and put salt on that pizza while you added. <laughs> that is sacrilege. <laughs> That is absolute sacrilege. Also, if you've ever done Cape Town, in Paul, there's a, a place called Under Oaks, best pizza in Cape Town. I'm gonna, oh, best pizza in South Africa. That's what I'm going to go with. I'm completely biased and uh, has not been verified by anyone except for Michael. Uh, but I'm going to keep saying it anyway. I love that place. So, so maybe cut off what we're doing and leave this on a cliffhanger. I think we are basically <laughs> are you done sure for you the session. you don't want to leave it on a high note? No, no, oh, we didn't no. leave it on a high note. So we wanted to, to pretend that there was something important that I wanted to say next, but there's actually nothing. And I've actually completely run out of things I want to say. Yeah, it's a good cliffhanger. I'll just cut it mid con. I'm not confused. Are we actually ending this? I want to say goodbye. No. I want to say goodbye. <laughs> I don't like not saying goodbye. I feel terrible then. Just, I like just the idea of the joke, but I want to say goodbye to people. I love just my say one goodbye. Viewer. I'll just go to black screen there. It's like, oh, and then it'll continue later. Don't uh, worry. Okay, okay. Well, well, I, in case, I hate in case any of this still and makes it And then he comes in. back and he's like, wait, 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 wait. But in case any of this makes <laughs> it in, goodbye, my lovely one viewer. And uh, yeah, I hope you all have a lovely, lovely day for <laughs> Yeah. Goodbye, Bye, our everyone best viewers. everyone and John. <laughs> And John, everyone and John. Uh, shout out, out to John. <laughs> oh, one commenter. And remember to leave comments and like and subscribe and mm -hmm. do all that jazz. Hit the bell notification and uh, yeah. Tweety loves you. Tweety loves you. Yes, Tweety. Tweety is on her uh, little hat she's wearing. Beanie. She's a beanie. 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 I'm very curious about the color combination of that outfit. It's bright, bright green in this.